Dude. Dude. Why don't we? Start drop shipping. So guys, welcome to our first actual episode. Um, we're going to talk about drop shipping today. Half of you don't know what that is. Half of you know. For the half that does not know, uh, we're here to help you. We don't know much about it. We've been researching it about for the past two weeks, I'm going to say. And we know a quite a bit amount of it now. Uh, yeah, so we're going to start by basically talking about what it is, what are the different avenues you can cover, and uh, why we're doing whatever we're doing. I'll let Ivan take the reins and see what he says. So Ivan, question for you actually. Why are we dropshipping? Um, I think the main reason why we're dropshipping is because right now like online um, online stores and online selling is just absolutely popping. There's people making like hundreds of thousands of dollars per month. Not even per year, per month, just doing dropshipping. So um, knowing that I think it's really important to dive into the topic and figure out uh, for ourselves what these people are doing and seeing if we can emulate it because obviously money is money, everyone wants money, but... I want money. Yeah, so I think the main why is uh, the whole money aspect of things and then just kind of learning how to uh, work online stores and drop shipping in general as a skill set. So I'll give you a little rundown. So what I found in my little research was uh, what Shopify is and what it's good for and then what Amazon is and what it is good for. So Shopify basically is building your own online web store to sell products and then you can drop ship them. So I'll reverse it back and I'll tell you what actually drop shipping means. Drop shipping means you're basically, if you find a product, you get it manufactured through a Chinese, Indian, South American, whatever the fuck, manufacturer. And then you tell the manufacturer to send the whole equipment, like whatever product, the whole shipment to the warehouse, whatever it's being kept, Shopify or Amazon. And then if someone makes a purchase through your, well, website in this case, they pack it for you, they ship it for you, and you get the profits. They, they take a small fee, but you get the profit. That's the basics of dropshipping. Now, I'll talk about Shopify. I even can talk about Amazon. So Shopify is good for if you're building a website, not just one product, but two, three, four, five, six products. So you go on Shopify, you log in, you get an account, you pay like 30 bucks a month or something like that, a little fee and then you have to build your own website this is the key here you have to build your own website which means all the marketing all the advertising it's up to you Shopify doesn't do anything for you so you have to make sure you know how to do that you, you can't just fucking post it on Facebook and be like yo guys check my website it doesn't work like that you're gonna crash and burn you need to know basic marketing skills to get that shit running off the ground going um, so yeah, that's Shopify and basically again, the whole thing, you get the manufacturer to ship your product to Shopify's warehouse, someone goes to your website, 
makes that purchase and Shopify will do the rest. Shipping, well, packaging, shipping, everything else they'll do. You eat the profit and Shopify takes a little fee. Basics of Shopify. I'll let Ivan talk about Amazon FBA. Uh, basically, Amazon is quite similar in the sense that you send um, your big bulk order to the Amazon factory and then they fulfill all your orders, they'll ship it, package it, everything for you. Uh, but you don't necessarily have your own website. Amazon basically puts their own page up on their websites for you, for your products. And um, you'll have your description, you can include everything that you want, but you don't get the freedom of customizing your own website. It's all through Amazon. But the biggest pro here is that Amazon has a huge customer base. There's literally millions of people that Amazon um, can show your products to and you can do a lot of advertising through the Amazon platform. Uh, but um, also one thing to mention with these platforms is that before you can actually send your big bulk order to their factories, you do have to send a sample um, to the factory for their um, agents to verify that this item is actually has potential to sell on the platform. Because if you're just, because if Amazon is accepting like huge bulk orders of random products from people all over the world, that shit is just not gonna work out in the long run. So that's why what Amazon does is they have agents there um, that process uh, your samples and they check and go through all these different steps to see if the product does have buying potential on Amazon. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Do you know if Shopify does that? Um, does the... Like the whole like sample processing thing? I can look for it. I've never, th I've never like seen that, but let me just look for it quickly. But yeah. Yeah, it's definitely what Amazon does. So basically... Um, they both have very similarities with the whole um, shipping fulfillment aspect of it. But um, when you go into the pros and cons of things uh, with Shopify, the pros are mainly that you get to customize your own website. You can have the website however you like. You can set it up whatever like color scheme you want, make it look very attractive um, compared to Amazon where it's like a very bland Amazon page. You don't have too many customizable options. Um, so those are the pros and cons in that area. And then um, the other area with Amazon having their huge customer base compared to Shopify where you have to literally make your own customer base. Um, kind of, you can kind of pick out what um, pros and cons are more important to you. Well, some pros I just found on the lovely internet is um, if you're using Shopify, it actually gives you a blogging feature. So you can actually drive a really good amount of traffic to your website. But again, that's contingent on the fact that you know how to fucking type and you know how to write a good blog post. Yeah. And also lets you set up a Shopify Facebook store. You can sell on Pinterest and you can sell on Twitter. I see these are pretty fucking big, big pluses mm. but again it, it really boils down to you should know how to sell shit on or anywhere to be honest because it doesn't help to just make a website and sit on your ass and think people are going to come to your store and buy stuff doesn't matter it's twitter facebook pinterest or the shopify website itself 
you need to know how to drive traffic. And I think that's where Amazon, I feel, kind of, I don't want to say wins the race, but it just, if you if you have a good product, and yeah, of course, you want to tell your circle, your social circle, friends, family about you're selling stuff on Amazon, and they should go check it out and give you a good score and give you a good review, but it really helps to have such a huge customer base because honestly what do you do what do you do when you have to buy something you go on amazon mm-hmm. i mean fucking i do honestly depending on whatever i'm buying but from deck of cards to a secondhand phone to a new monitor which i just bought 4k it's so nice and uh to i don't know everything you just go like even on google because that's what amazon has they have They've purchased Google AdWords. Very simple thing to do. It's expensive now, but uh, if you search up something, the first couple links that pop up on Google, Amazon, because they've bought those words and it will pop up. So again, it gives you this free marketing, free customer base, free everything, and uh, you just sell, if you have a good product, that is. Mm -hmm. I think, like a big thing that Amazon excels at is that if you provide a product um, into their system, like let's just say a yoga mat, for example, um, if Amazon sees that your yoga mat compared to your competitor's yoga mat is starting to sell um, a lot more consistently, then Amazon will do everything um, in their ability to promote your yoga mat over your competitor's just because it's in their favor that they're making a lot more money selling your yoga mat because it's making more sales than the competitors. So knowing that um, you have a high potential um, or you don't have a high potential, you have a very good chance that if you become one of the top products in a sector um, that your sales will just increase like crazy. And that's how a lot of these people that are making hundreds of thousands of dollars per month are making those numbers because they've hit the top uh, one to top 100 um, products sold in that specific category. Um, so yeah, something like really beneficial with Amazon that you can't get with Shopify because Shopify, you need to um, market and whatnot, everything yourself. And the funny thing is, I just looked up on Amazon.com because the US is the biggest market is there's something called Amazon Basics. It sells from anything from freaking your charging cables for your iPhone and Androids to batteries to toothbrushes, I'm pretty sure. And now they have yoga mats. But at the same time, when you search up yoga mats in all departments on Amazon.com, the Amazon Basics yoga mat is quite low, actually. And if I click on it, let's see what the rating is, if it has one. Um, 1,529. That goes to show you Amazon's own product is not in the even in the top thousand actually, and that tells you the amount of um, competition there is because it's actually the cheapest one, like one of the cheapest ones. It's like fifteen dollars on average, but there's there there's some for like thirty dollars, twenty five dollars, and they're selling actually quite frankly way better than the Amazon basics and uh, that basically tells you because Amazon doesn't want a monopoly I mean they ha- they want monopoly in a lot of things online shopping being the biggest one 
but they want competition. They want people to have really good choices. Mm-hmm. So see, I just found one that's 580, as opposed to Amazon's 1,000 and whatnot number. So yeah, like that basically goes to show you, you don't need to have a world-changing product. You don't need to be Elon Musk and make a Tesla Model S to change the world. You can literally go. Honestly, if I right now I'm thinking about, I want to make a new type of, you know, like say, have you ever done a meal? That fucking uh, or the drink, thing. yeah, the drink, like the drink sweetener, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I can search that up, Google. Honestly, just go on Google, search up the formula, contact the manufacturers in whatever country, China, most likely again, and change the packaging, sell it. Your your packaging might be geared towards kids or you know people who have a busy lifestyle. Put some caffeine in there, you know, any any anything, really anything. And it really depends on the other day what your target customer is and what your product looks like and feels like if i make a new shoe and it's better looking than nike shoe the technology might not be there but it might be better looking people will most likely buy my shoe so again it really depends on if you have that little knack for advertisement and marketing and if people really want that product because again people need to be searching for that so like you can't just fucking put some random shit you're like example i don't know deck of cards in the sense that market i don't know i mean i know people who play cards but it's really hard to revolutionize deck of cards unless you put some i don't know software chip in there so you basically have to bring a product to the market that's in one or two ways better than the product uh, mm-hmm. prior to it exactly. or has a complete different twist to it so let's say for yoga mats as another as the same example um, one change that you could do to yoga mats is maybe adding like a funny little slogan on the mat or a funny picture that people resonate with and will draw their eyes to having that yoga mat compared to just a plain yoga mat um, so adding small things like that to previous products that are already selling um, could bring you to like the top rankings in that category so um, yeah basically you have to be adding something new to products that are already being sold I think one thing I want to point out in this situation is really good point that he made it's again you have to add something more to the product and this is going back to a very I don't know if it's an old saying or not but if say you're an entrepreneur you want to make a business and whatnot people a lot of investors say that i want to bet on the jockey not the horse so in this case they look at the entrepreneur regardless of the idea that the person has they look at the entrepreneur in this sense i feel you want to bet on the horse and not the jockey what i mean by that is i'm and myself we're not going to just like invest a thousand dollars in one product and think it's going to sell we're gonna try out one, two, three, four, five, six, ten products if you have to, make little investments in those and see what's selling. And whatever clicks, we go triple down on it. And this is not like no one has intuition. You could be Warren Buffett, you could be Bill Gates, you could be anyone else. You don't know what's happening in the next five years. So you have to it's it's a really, really big trial and error because you wanna see what's what's gonna sell and what's not gonna sell. 
and you have to like it, it's okay to fail it's okay to fail on fifth product because the sixth one might make you a millionaire you never know because it might be the next hottest trend that you probably saw coming or you didn't see coming but it came and now you're on the top of it so again it's okay for whoever's trying to start um, something like this it's okay for you to fail it's okay for you to make nine products the tenth one might hit it off hit the home run and just be patient yeah you never know like if you make or find like the next fidget spinner or fidget cube um, I remember like one of the examples my friend was telling me about um, how the fidget cube originated and I think there's a Kickstarter of uh, one guy that um, actually created the fidget cube and he was trying to get funds uh, to mass produce it and uh, sell it to people worldwide. Mm -hmm. And one person saw the Kickstarter, went to China, oh. got it manufactured. Fuck, I didn't know this. Yeah, got it manufactured um, before this one guy. Yeah. Got into the market first before him and mm -hmm. literally made like 500000 like Fuck. instantly. Yeah, like I know, like I know Kickstarter because I've been like, you know, I've bought six, seven products on it. And you have to, they have to be patient. It's not like Amazon, not getting a product the next day. So that's really good strategy. Actually, I, funny enough, I'm going to start doing that now. You could even like check Kickstarter. Yeah, because I'm on Kickstarter literally every day looking for the next big thing. Just as a consumer, not as a creator. Yeah. Because I have my own Kickstarter coming down the pipe. Ooh, hint, hint. But uh, yeah, it's that's a really good strategy. Because mm -hmm. there's stuff on it that's ranging from $10 to like 1000 Yeah. Like the, actually, the, the latest one that I saw, I was telling Ivan about it actually, 3D printers. The first 3D printer that was sold on, on uh, Kickstarter was like thousand mm -hmm. It a lot. This sold a lot of them, but now you have. I see a 3D printer every week, every yeah. fucking week. But at the same time, excuse me, you can find a 3D printer on Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's like, what do I go for? Because it might be the company selling on Amazon might be a company that's already been on Kickstarter, but the new company on Kickstarter probably might be better. But again. It really depends on what's catching the customer's eye. And I know with today's day and age with Amazon, they have all, they have really spoiled the customer because the customer wants something in fucking two hours if you're living in the States in a downtown yeah. area. And we don't have the luxury yet in Canada. I don't know if it's in Toronto or whatnot, but we still have to wait like a day at least. But in the States, in major hubs, two hour delivery, which is fucking crazy to me. I like how you say that, we have to wait a day. It's, yeah. it's as if like that's yeah. like so horrible. I know, right? It, it's like I'm. It sounds horrible. Yeah, it, I feel horrible saying <laughs> that. But that's, it's like the most first world problems when it, you have to wait a day. Is, <laughs> you get angry at waiting a day. Fuck waiting a day. But yeah, basically, um, it's pretty interesting to like think about how um, you can like go on Kickstarter and try to like mm -hmm. find things that aren't out in the market yet and even put those on Amazon FBA. Um, there's actually something interesting that I noticed um, on Kickstarter. You know those uh, handheld um, stabilizers? Gimbals. Yeah, the gimbals for your phones. Mm -hmm. um, Osmo, the company Osmo actually made one like way before that company even came out. Mm -hmm. And they have them on Amazon. They have them on their own websites. Yeah. So these guys basically took Osmo's design yeah and put it on Kickstarter so they kind of did like the opposite was it took from Amazon to, um, it wasn't it wasn't like the exact ah, I see but it's very similar hmm. so um, 
that's kind of interesting how like the opposite where they took it from Amazon to Kickstarter, and then in a sense they had a better marketing strategy than Osmo did, so that's why they're able to get that many customers on Kickstarter. Interesting. See, mm-hmm. look, I just found a pair of yoga pants on Kickstarter. <laughs> that's a direct shot at Lululemon, actually. Their title is No More Visible Panty Lines. Because Lululemon had that little problem with sh- pants shearing, and I think they should probably put a heavier material towards the bottom half, the booty. The booty half? The booty half. Ooh, helps eliminate muffin top. That's cool. <laughs> But yeah, see, like something like this, I'm pretty sure I can. If I go on Alibaba right now, I can search up yoga pant. Jesus Christ, that's gonna pop up. Yeah. And you can be like, oh, I want this exact same pant, and they're gonna be shipping in. Let's see. March 2018. I can guarantee you, if I can find the manufacturer, which I can really do. Yeah. I can ship these puppies in January. Oh yeah. Won't take long. Easily. Let's do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one in the yoga pen business right now, for obvious <laughs> reasons. I'll tell you why later. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's it's in, it's interesting how people like. Actually, I saw a guy. This is a very like one of those examples that people will think that actually happened, but it did. He's a, he has a video on YouTube. I don't know his channel, but what he did, there was a certain hand soap. Yeah. yeah, hand soap, I think, or, or dishwasher soap. I think it was a hand soap mm-hmm. that the company stopped making the that exact scent. Yeah, and this bottle's like maybe 250 ml. If you're in the states, let, let's say five ounces, five to six ounces, mm-hmm. that big, right? The company stopped making it. He found that out that they were stopped making it. He went to Walmart. Every Walmart in the city, in, in neighboring cities, every Target bought their whole inventory. Yeah. Cents on the dollar. Just bought the whole thing. Starts started selling it on Amazon and he's like, you know who's buying my product? People in the dead middle of fuck nowhere. Because they don't know what they're buying in a sense. I mean, no disrespect to the customers buying it. They just want this hand soap. Yeah. And and he was selling it for ten dollars. He bought it for like a dollar something per bottle. Shit. And it was probably made for even cheaper than that because you know it's hand soap. Yeah. But He's like, yeah, it's just, he just packaged it. He, like, got a packaging company, like, a pre-packer, co-packer to, like, package it. And he was saying for 10 bucks. And he's like, I'm, my bulk of my orders are from, like, middle of the state somewhere, yeah. like, Kentucky, Arizona, or Texas and whatnot. So, again, he didn't really do anything. He didn't even fucking get a product created. He just found a product. <laughs> again, that's, you know, you can stumble upon things that... You might know, like, if honestly, if I tell you or if I tell you, Ivan, mm. let's go sell hand soap. You'd be like, shut the fuck up. Like, there's enough companies doing that. Like, yeah. we don't want to go up against those because it sounds like a dumb idea, but. I've actually seen videos of people. Um, there's an app on your phone that you can um, look up products in mm-hmm. store and find how much they are on Amazon. And I've seen videos of people that go through Walmart in the clearance section, go through, like, random ass stores like yeah fucking like thrift stores mm-hmm. they'll look for stuff really cheap like the whole gary Vee thing yeah like, the flip challenge 2017 flip challenge yeah like they'll even go to walmart like yeah. a fucking store clearance section look up the product on amazon yeah. see if they're making how much of a profit they're making yeah buy the product put it on amazon or ebay yeah and they're making 
money off of that. And yeah, because they're fucking clever. Like it's it's it really comes down to like what do you value more at your point in life? Because right now, Ivan might value time more. I might value money more. It really depends. Like if you're if there's not a lot of going on in your life in your professional life, in some senses, you might be like, hey, how can I make money to, I don't know, sustain my family, pay my bills? Go fucking the flip challenge. Go to thrift stores, garage sales. Flip shit. It's not that hard to do. Mm-hmm. You literally have to literally put a picture on even a fucking local Facebook group. Like it really depends. But if you like, if you value time more, you might want to do something else, and you might be the consumer in that sense. It might not be the creator, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it really depends on like what your what you uh, value at that time. Yeah. Also talking about values, um, kind of going back to the whole Shopify versus mm-hmm. Amazon thing. Um, I feel like the person who's using Shopify values more the whole creative creativity side of things and oh, also true. the hustle oh, side of definitely, things. Definitely, definitely. Because with Amazon, you definitely have a lot more flexibility with your time. You can find products quite quickly, do your research quite quickly, and test things in a limited time frame and do your full time job on the side, or not on the side, but you do your full time job and then do the Amazon thing on the side. But for people who are doing Shopify, that's definitely more of a time, um, time consumer because you have to create the website, you have to go through the marketing, you have to go through the blog posts and all that, and that takes a lot more time. So the whole values thing, you can kind of tell the Shopify person versus the Amazon person has completely different values. Because I don't really honestly tell me what your, comp- like what your thought is about this on this um do people really care on amazon where their product is coming from because all people care is if they get in a day or two days if they have prime yeah. or if they're in the states two fucking hours god bless they don't like people just think amazon is producing all this product amazon's not producing all this product yeah. half of the shit they're just storing in their warehouses and people don't know that like how many it's times like how many times because you're you, like we're in the sphere in a sense, how many times we've clicked on the on the person selling it on the company's page and seen their rating as opposed to the product's rating? Oh, on the person's thing, maybe like five like percent. Yeah, one percent. Not even right. Like I, yeah. I've started doing it now because you know, of course, I'm yeah. looking at it from a creator's perspective. But like, people don't know. People just say I got it on Amazon. They think Amazon got it manufactured. They think Amazon got it shipped and packaged and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, of course, they shipped and packaged it, packaged and shipped it, but half the time it's people just buying and selling products on Amazon and just letting Amazon handle the back end of stuff. And a lot yeah. of the customers don't know that because they're just so hell bent upon, I want my product in two days or less and I'm happy. Yeah, like as a consumer, I just think about, like for me, whenever I shop on Amazon, which I shop quite frequently because um, I have Prime. I basically go on the products, I look up, or I first look up what I want to buy, and then I click on the first couple products, compare the prices, see which one's cheaper, mm-hmm. click on the cheapest one, and I go into the description, see the specs of whatever I'm buying, and I compare it to the next one down the list, and if it's a couple dollar difference, I'll definitely go for the one that's higher quality. Yeah. And of course, you go for something that has Prime, because you have Prime. Yeah. yeah, so I'm mostly looking at the description to see the quality of the product and then how fast it's shipping. How often do you look on the reviews? The reviews actually quite often. Probably maybe 
Um, like 50% of the time, depending on the product. If it's like some like normal household shit, yeah. I don't even like, care. You know what's like buying fucking I don't know toilet cleaner. Like what review do you want to fucking read on that? Yeah. Like for example, today I was buying HDMI cable, mm-hmm. and um, we have like four in the house. Yeah, but what are you I, doing? But my monitor needs a 2.0 cable. Okay, not, not 4K a monitor. <laughs> because like the uh, the frame rate on it's nice, like different. Yeah. So that's why I was like looking for it. But yeah, for like those kind of things, you want to look at the description. Yeah, because there's a like fucking fucking the reviews and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, but for basic shit, like you don't even really care. About it's like, it. like the, the the most detailed review I've left on Amazon was for a Microsoft Surface laptop. Because as as you know, I bought those things. I bought a laptop, Microsoft laptop. In about two hours, I ordered a new MacBook from that laptop that could be shipped to the Apple store I could pick it up because I just did not like that product. It was, I mean, good try Microsoft, but yeah, no. And since I left that giant scathing review on Amazon.com and .ca, because I don't want to let the world know what I thought about it, I started getting, because Amazon has like, you know, question answers, because someone posts a question, anyone who submitted a review on that product will get an email, Yeah. if your email's turned on, Hey, could you answer this question for us? Mm. It's a peer-to-peer thing. Yeah. They want to see what the users are saying. And sometimes people just ask like questions. Hey, what do you think about this? I'm like, oh, okay, I don't like it. I don't like the Alcantara leather. Yeah. I'm like this. One guy that I got really fucking pissed off. Mm. He literally asked, what's the difference between i5 and i7 processor? My answer was like, Google it, fucker. <laughs> like... Again, I'm just going, I'm, I'm blabbing right oh, now. Someone but, was asking you in the comments? Yeah, like, he like, okay, oh, ask a question about this product. The yeah. guy asked, what's the difference between i5 and i7? I'm like, yeah. Google it, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'm a patient dude, but come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what do you want here? But no, like, yeah, so again, kind of like wrapping this whole thing up is, um, if any one of you have any questions, please, please, please call in because we love talking to people and we want to see what you guys are up to because, you know, it's the hustle we want to get we, we, we want to know what your hustle is and you know if we can help you and if you can help us because we'll take all the fucking help if you're a champion amazon fba creator please contact us give us the knowledge we'll happily take it might send you a little kiss in the email <laughs> um that's all i can offer for now but yeah if you have any questions please please, please call in do call-ins and uh you will be really excited and really happy to uh, answer anything you guys have for us. Anything else, Ivan? Um, uh, yeah, also what I wanted to add is that we're currently um, in the process of ordering two products. Two products, most likely. On um, Alibaba right now. We don't really want to talk what they are specifically. Just Dude, because that's... Because my fucking idea. Go <laughs> get your own. Just kidding. But yeah, so we're going to be going through the whole process of drop shipping these next couple of weeks um, and using those two products. Kind of want to just add that at the end of the video. So we'll be back probably. Yeah, I'm going to Mexico tomorrow <laughs> for a week for a family reunion thingy. But um, the next audio might not be as clear because we might be doing it over a speakerphone and I might be in a different country. But. Ivan might try to do some things, his computer magic on it, and see if it comes out correct. But if not, we might upload two podcasts the next week, depending on what we're thinking about or what we're trying to do in our lives. Other than that, dude.
Why don't we? Dude, why don't we create an outro? Why don't we order the fuck out of my house? Okay.